this is better off dad with Paul and Steve. Uh, we're trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard. And today we're going to do a tight 30 on what do you do when your kids turn 18? See, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about a boogie book and I'm going to play one. This is instructional. It's also very selfish because <laughs> my child asked me this question. Mm -hmm. He said, so when I turn 18, um, so like what things are going to change? What will I be allowed to do that I'm not allowed to do now? And what are the, how are my restrictions going to change? Was basically his question. <laughs> and most of my parenting uh, I don't know why this is. I've read a few books. I've done, I, I use the internet. I talked to my good friend, Paul, of the Better Off Dad with Paul and Steve podcast. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, but, but a lot of my parenting just comes from remembering how it was when I was growing up and, and trying to take, you know, keep the good, get rid of the bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> do the opposite. <laughs> do the opposite in some cases. You know, something I feel like was good, I do that. If I didn't mm -hmm. like it, I do that. Mm -hmm. And I think back on my experience, and it was a very gradual, like, I didn't didn't even notice. I don't even remember turning 18 and thinking, woo, I'm an adult now. I get to do whatever. Because Same. for me, it was more like when I got my license. <laughs> mm -hmm. I still had a curfew and everything. It, it was supposed to be home. I violated it a few times. Mm -hmm. Cause you know church runs long. Sometimes, I know, man. Yeah. Brother sometimes Ted gets going. Woo! You get the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you're like you, the, the Holy Ghost. There's a passage in the Bible about God not knowing time. So that's the thing. Well, I mean, it's uh, I think it's Acts four seventeen through thirty four. The Holy Ghost don't even have a watch. I think that's right. Verily I say unto thee. <laughs> Verily I say unto thee, time is an illusion. Right. So I violated it a few times, but generally I was a good kid. We all know this. I was a good kid. Uh, not because I was a good kid, because I was fearful and naive yeah. and a pleaser. And the best way to raise kids, fear. You know, when I got my license, there was more freedom. We were able to go places, drive around and stuff. But then, you know, when I turned 18, I didn't think suddenly I could do more. I'm 18. I'm an adult. <laughs> I can go do more now. It was more like a gradual. The older I got, the more freedom I got. Mm -hmm. But I just assumed everything was disallowed unless explicitly stated that it was allowed and there mm -hmm. may be a clue in there because that may be a genetic thing because when he asked me this and i explained to him like i feel like you won't even notice it'll just be there's a gradual thing he says well i mean like for example if i want to go to the mall with my friends or go out with my friends i, I feel like when i'm 18 i ought to be able to just say bye i'm i'll be out with my friends and I kind of looked and I was like, that's more a function of you getting your driver's license <laughs> than turning 18, because you could do yeah. that now if you had a ride. <laughs> yeah. And he looked at me with the look on the on his face that one gets when one realizes they could have been doing something all along, but didn't realize <laughs> they yeah. were allowed to do it. <laughs> 
You're and not just like, going to volunteer that information when they're, you know, they got to figure this shit out themselves. <laughs> well, that and that there's the rub, right? Because um, I, I kind of, my approach was to say, like, well, you know, ask me questions, mm-hmm. right? Ask me, like, what are the things you would like to be allowed to do? And then we can talk about what they are. And his request was, why should I have to be the one that thinks of all the things when you could just come and tell me what the what the rules are, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fair enough, fair enough. I, I get it. it in, and if it were anybody else other than my son, it would remind me of a negotiation where it's like, <laughs> how much do you want for this car? What's your budget? Well, why don't you tell me how much, what's the price is on the car? Why don't you tell me how much you could afford, right? It's like you're jockeying yeah. for, I don't want to accidentally uh, paint myself into a corner that I don't need to paint myself into, right? Right, right. That's how some negotiations go. That's not how my son operates. When he <laughs> says, I would like for you to tell me, he is absolutely not running a game, right? He's not uh, like, just in case I would be allowed to do more than I would think to ask for. I want you to tell me he's not doing that. Well, I mean, and if he is, he's a master. He's been, if he is doing that, he's been running this game since he was five. So, right, right. As I say, it's like, it's like most teenagers, you know, they don't, they don't come to you unless they don't understand something because they don't yeah. want anything to do with you at that point in their life. So, if they come yeah. to you with a question like that, they so actually I told want him, to know. I told him I would, I said, you know, I'm at a, I'm kind of at a loss just because this is outside of my, experience so i said mm-hmm. but i'll go to the internet i'll do what i normally do and uh i didn't think of it until later i'll go to my friend paul <laughs> who's been <laughs> through this a couple of times yeah yeah twice now and so that's the selfish reason for bringing up this topic so okay <laughs> i want to learn from the wisdom of my elder <laughs> and i don't mean elder in age terms i mean elder in you've been there before <laughs> you've walked this path Okay. Tell me the good, the bad, the ugly. What changed when your kids turned 18, like leading up to 18? How did that go? And then when they turned 18, how did, how did that go? And would you change anything? Well, the funny thing is, is if you, and I'm not bragging or anything, but if you, if, if you're raising good kids, at least this is my experience. If you're raising good kids, you almost don't even notice when they turn 18 because they're not going to like suddenly just turn into like animals and, you know, come in at three o'clock in the morning and not tell you where they're going and smoke in the house, you know, stuff like that. So you, and the way, what I did was it's almost on an individual basis. Like you can't give you you can't have the way we were raised where the, the rule applied to everybody when this is concerned because kids are different. I'm sure Eli is, is different than Simone when in a lot of ways that the same rules won't apply when Simone turns 18. But unfortunately, what you might get is you might get backlash from her about, well, you didn't you didn't do this when he turned 18. You know, and it's like, well, we have to do these on a case-by-case basis, you know? Yeah. Just because you're used to standardized testing in school doesn't mean it's standardized testing at home. Likewise, Eli could come back for for a break 
and see Simone doing stuff he wasn't allowed to do and be like, you didn't let me do that. Why are you letting her do that? <laughs> why, why does she get to smoke in the house? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why smoking in the house is a thing, but uh, it wouldn't be tobacco. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Um, and and in, in a lot of ways, I'd feel better about that. Yeah. Um, but Almost all the, the ways. The, <laughs> yes, this is true. I mean, cost is about the same anymore. Um, the thing, the way I did it was like, well, let me back up a little bit. Like, here's some differences, like with Arlo, okay? Arlo never had, my oldest, she never had a lot of restrictions because she was all, like, she was born responsible, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Mm-hmm. And because I asked because it, it was a tricky situation because I when, when she was younger was when I got divorced and there's sometimes I had to ask her for help you know because I couldn't just be the sole parent so because I always asked her for you know what I think is above and beyond what a normal kid should have to do I let her have free reign to do what she wanted because she was responsible doing this so she's you know responsible out in the world so I never really had a problem with any of that w- with her. Now, um, with Atticus, though, he he's kind of the same. He's very, like, he'll follow the rules, you know? But there's rules he doesn't know exist. <laughs> kind of like your conversation with Eli about, you tell me what I can't do, you know? Yeah. And basically, my 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 general rule of thumb is, I think of myself as a landlord, but not you know not the asshole landlord, just a landlord. And with a landlord, you you pay rent, and you don't violate the lease. So paying rent is basically pulling your weight, as I call it. Well, everybody calls it that. Pulling your weight is rent. Uh smoking in the house for instance would be violating that lease so i i tend to think of it like that and it makes Mm -hmm. a little more sense in my head but like i said if you're if your kids are good you won't even notice you won't even notice it at first that they're 18 and they're 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 like they'll start to like the, the their circle of being outside the house will get wider and wider and wider for instance, because as well, not that there's much you can do at 18, but there's that thing we've attached to it. that 18 is the magic number. Yeah. And uh, they'll 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 want to do more with their friends, less with you. They'll want to go places that they like they'll be able to go to concerts without you, mm-hmm. certain concerts without you. Um. So the trick is you just got to keep an eye on them and, you know, set some rules. Like, for instance, curfews still exist. A curfew, for me anyway, a curfew is a lease violation. Yeah. You know, but but when you're 18 and out of school and, like, say, you don't have to get up at the crack of dawn for whatever reason, that curfew isn't 10 o'clock. Yeah. That curfew is, uh, when are you going to be home? I'll be home X. All right. Don't, you know. And a lot of times I won't even have to, uh, I won't even stay up. I'll just, yeah. I'll, and I'll, they have keys. So, you know, 
I'll lock the door. They'll and, and I'll hear them come in, and you know I have no doubt that they're in when they're supposed to be. Because, like I said, if you raise, I'm not I, I'm not naive. I know they're gonna mess around, but they generally will do the right thing almost every time if they know what the right thing is, which is something you have to teach them early on. You know, yeah. I've joked that I. I basically taught my kids right from wrong, but my kids teach me a lesson a day. So, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, that that's, that's basically my, my trick. And so far it's worked. I got, I got one out of the nest who's doing well. And one who he's um, I'm letting him just follow his bliss for a while because he's been in school almost his entire life. And I'm just letting him kind of like, do what he wants to do and find out who he is. Cause you know how it is when you're 18, you turned 18 and then a couple months later you were in college Yeah, and you had to have a crash course about who you were, you right. know? So it's, you know, I don't, I don't subscribe to the, uh, I remember when he was little, we, Arlo and I were having a conversation about moving out and I think she was probably 14 or 15. And she was talking about how, you know, so when she's 18, she can move out. And I'm like, well, I mean, I can't stop you. You know, you're 18. And we talked for a long time about it. And Atticus was in the room at the time. And he probably doesn't remember this, but he, he goes, do, do I have to move out when I'm 18? <laughs> I'm like, and I said, no, bub, you can, you can live with your dad as long as you want. It doesn't matter to me. He just goes, whew. <laughs> Literally the hand across the forehead because he was already starting to panic. He's, I knew he was doing the math in his head about how long he had. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so um, that's basically it. That's, that's, that's me. So, so that's, that's all great. That you could write a book and those would be the chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Each kid is different. Uh, you're the landlord and their circle widens. Yeah, uh, you know, over gradually over time. And after a while, as as a little PS on or or, or, or epilogue on that, um, you want them to. Yeah. It's it's like you see the the fruits of your labor almost because all that work you put into that kid, you're seeing that they were actually paying attention by how they yeah. act when as they get older and 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 the success that comes with that makes you it's like you know makes makes you feel good that you you did the right thing you know yeah yeah this is a uh this is what we're working toward right all that time when we mm -hmm. started podcasting together he was almost double digits right <laughs> <laughs> he was he was uh when we started he was going to be turning 10 soon uh, and so now he's you know all of this stuff we've been talking about for eight years and mm -hmm. all the time prior to that but it's been recorded for eight years has been leading to, to sort of this big milestone and beyond. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, so you could tell I haven't, you could, you could tell as much as I've thought about this. I'm, I'm not, I've not landed anywhere. <laughs> the interesting thing in my head is I, I go back and forth. I think, Holy crap, 18 is what we as a society and as a government and as, you know, just general people or culture says, you're an adult yep. at 18, right? 
Therefore, a lot of the questions I think he's going to have, like the objective answer would be, well, you're going to be 18. So I really, I can't tell you not to do certain things, right? Mm -hmm. Legally, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't go into the doctor's office with you without your permission, right? The doctor, I asked the doctor, uh, by the way, I asked the doctor recently, you know, he's going to be 18 soon. What changes do I, does he got to get a new doctor? I mean, you're a pediatrician. Does he got to get, you know, what the doctor's like, no, 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 no. I see a lot of people into their twenties, you know, eventually they'll find, find their own doctor, but yeah, so don't worry about that. They realize that they, they, they have every sticker that the doctor has. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They said uh, nothing really materially, materially medically doesn't change. They said one thing that does change is you will need his permission to come to the office with him to come mm-hmm. in his into the examination yeah, and because yeah. he'll yeah. make his own medical decisions suddenly. Yep. Right. Not you, you won't, he makes his own decisions. Mm-hmm. So that is like, so one, I'll just give a tangible example. He's like, for example, like piercings, mm-hmm. like, can I, will I be allowed just to go get piercings? And the, the first thing that popped in my head was, well, you'll be 18. There's nothing. I mean, I could say no, but mm-hmm. The second thing that popped in my head was, are you going to be asking me to pay for it? That's <laughs> in which case, key. that's the landlord piece, right? Yeah. If you're yeah. asking your landlord, does it come, is it, is there a provision in the lease that says I shall pay for, the landlord shall pay for certain things? Are, in other well, words, are utilities included, the heat, the electricity, and piercings included? Or is piercings, first of all, no, piercings aren't included. You want piercings uh, maybe as a gift for a holiday or something, but... No, you go work and make money. And yeah, then you... I'm, I made Arlo pay for hers. I got I got her ears pierced when she was little, little, and yeah. her nose pierced when she was like twelve, maybe. Mm-hmm. And and then all of course one, you know, piercings are like tattoos. They don't stop with just one. Right, so right, right. I, I told them like, yeah, you can get whatever you want when you're 18, but I'm not paying for it. I mean, it's I like can't... You're, you're the landlord, you know, you're you're the tenant and you you smash the hot water heater with a hammer. Yeah. Landlord's not going to pay for that. Right. You, right. you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not that, you know, we're comparing getting a piercing to smashing a water heater with a hammer. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, there are things. <laughs> no, uh, I know. Okay, I was making the joke. You, yeah. OK. For instance, <laughs> if, if in your lease. You want to ruin your says, nose, you pay for it. That's right. No, in your lease, it says you can't paint your walls and you paint your walls anyway. Um, you're going to end up paying for them to repaint your walls when you move out. Yeah. So maybe that's a better example because you're 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 decorating your your house. So you'd be decorating yourself. Well, it becomes like any other. Uh, I mean, when he's 28, you know, if he wants to you know, decorate as, are we paying for that? Not automatically, maybe because we want to give it as a gift, but anyway, so there's that category of stuff that he was asking about, which is kind of like, I need to talk to my parenting partner, uh, AKA my wife, um, (laughs) about some of this. Cause I want to make sure I'm not, I want to make sure that if we have a disagreement, we've hashed it out beforehand. And I told him that I said, I got to talk to your mom because, uh, not not that, you know, not that she decides or I decide. It's just that I don't want us coming into this with a disagreement out of the gate. I want yeah. to hash out any disagreements ahead of time. Unlike when we were kids and it was, go ask your mother. 
because you probably didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> Which, like you said, it makes it hard for me because for me, I went to college, right? They were mm-hmm. paying for my college. So any mm-hmm. major expenses, of course, I had to ask them. If I had wanted a piercing, I just never did. But if I'd wanted a piercing or a tattoo yeah. or whatever, I'm at college. They're nowhere, uh, they're nowhere around, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's the, you know, I started drinking in college. Like what they, if I had asked them, they would have said no. Right. But yeah. it's like, they probably, my dad would have been like, well, who are we to say no? You don't yeah. even live with us anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. And again, case by case basis. Yeah. yeah. Your case yeah. was different than Eli's case. Um, The thing is when your kid your when when your child turns 18 you realize at least we do now i know i did you realize is that really adulthood though mm-hmm. 18 what is the difference between 17 and 18 it's like when we were kids and <laughs> your brother told us that uh when you turn 16 you're just going to know things you're just going to wake yeah. up and be like oh i know <laughs> oh, that now i know that it, thing there's there's not a switch that on your birthday turns over and suddenly you know how to do your own taxes. You know how the judicial system works. You know everything. It doesn't work like that. It's so, so young. And then when you think about that for a little bit longer and you and you think, okay, well, why is it 18? And then you go, oh, yeah, because it used to be like 21 because that was like the voting age and that was a big adult responsibility. So then, you know, the protests for, well, we, we were, were old enough to kill, but not for voting, as the song goes. And then the government went, all right, 18, you can vote. Not the other way around. They didn't, like, go, you know what? You're right. No, they went, okay, fine. You want to cry about it? 18 it is. So we probably thought more. Now, granted, this was before we were born, so maybe maybe I'm wrong. But we probably thought more of 18, 19, 20 still being pretty young and a lot of kids still lived at home back then i know that much so and they they would move out when they either a went to college or b uh got married and bought a 500 dollars house you know Uh, so it's different now but the whole reason we think of 18 as adults is because 18 is like selective service and voting age it's it's the legal stuff Right. And the legal, legal like the legal stuff informs the culture, the culture informs the legal stuff. Yeah. You know, not too long ago, it would have been 16. Yes. Yes. Uh, And again, and and in Kentucky and Tennessee, if you're a woman, it's 13. It it just messes (laughs) me up about that. that, You know, there were like people, there were old, rich, white guys in a room going, can we make it 12? (laughs) Right. Again, case by case, at 18, Arlo was good to go. She had been good to go since she was 14, 15 years old. Everything, her, all the years leading up to 18, she was practicing for adulthood and so, ready to go. With, with, and with Eli, you know, I would have said the same probably, but there's no way of knowing. Mm. But the, from between uh, you know, from his surgery, uh, his back surgery to the pandemic mm-hmm. and the all this mm-hmm. that's happened over the last few years, it's almost like there was a a stunting effect, not on his maturity, but on 
maybe my maturity or my belief that he was getting older, <laughs> you well, know? So it's, so it's kind of like, you know, there was a pause put yeah. on my, my, as we talked a couple of weeks ago, I I've been so focused on safety and the Maslow's mm-hmm. hierarchy. I've been so focused on safety for the last, you know, three years, two years. Well, since 2020 started, um, <laughs> since it started that, it's been hard to think about these higher level emotional needs that he's going to have. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of time because he's going to turn 18. He's going to graduate from high school and he's out of here. <laughs> okay. That's something else. If you're worried about the emotional, cause I look at it as emotional maturity. Like in Arlo's case, Arlo had the emotional maturity to move out at 18, but then, you know, 2020 happened. So yeah. she hung out for a couple of years and then moved. Um, so you're going to come to that point where, okay, he, he's he got his, okay, Eli's got his mind focused. He's, he's focused on this idea. Um, the tune might change the closer he gets to that day. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had asked, because, you know, as, as a lot of people know, Arlo moved from home all the way to Kentucky. And towards the when when the date was coming down to it a couple weeks a couple weeks before her 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 move out date because she had it all scheduled i asked her i'm like okay now is this something you really want to do or have you reached this point where um you're caught in a dare (laughs) with yourself and she says no i really want to do it i'm like and i have no other i have no doubt i i have no reason to not believe what she says because her and i have uh, a special parent right. you know child almost a parent student parent child relationship yeah that i know when she's lying and when she isn't yeah so i but but as a father i had to ask that question because yeah. if i woke up the next day and she's gone i'm like should i have asked well like now. <laughs> You and I either have that kind of relationship with our kids or our kids are master manipulators because I feel the same way. Oh, <laughs> and I know well, you, you've been an objective third party may very well go, oh, yeah, those kids got you guys fooled. But yeah. I can say with near 100 percent certainty that you and I just know because we have that kind of we have had we've been talking about this forever mm-hmm. and we've been fostering that relationship forever where yeah. it's like. I might get upset about something you tell me, but don't Mm. ever not tell me because you won't be in so much trouble that it's going to cause problems. Right. Yes. But I think that's an important question to ask because it's not that you thought she might be lying or something, right? It's that you can get caught. I love the way you put that. Have you gotten yourself caught up in a dare where it's like, you've been saying this for so long, you feel like not doing it now might be show a lack of commitment or a lack of integrity or a lack of whatever. Everybody expects or, this out of me. Yeah. So I think it's important to ask because it could cause a, I will be asking it by the way, when, yeah. when the time comes, and I'll probably ask it more than once because there might be a moment of relief that is like, Oh, I built this. I've been building this up for so mm-hmm. long. I, I didn't even realize there was another option. Right. But in her case, she was like, Nope, this is, I'm ready. We're doing this. And that helps you. As the dad, yeah. it really helps you, right? To yeah, know that. It, it, it let me sleep at night. Um, yeah. I mean, I have no doubt. And I know there's been several instances where I have, you know, your your kid is going to manipulate you. 
true. It's it's just not. Gonna if happen. they didn't, I'd be worried. I'd be like, uh, how yeah. are you going to get what you want in life if you don't know how to manipulate <laughs> people? <laughs> the other the other thing is, um, by asking questions like that, mm-hmm. um, they feel the need to respond, and again, if you if you you know you use my 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 strategy of not talking and letting the other person talk, yeah. they'll fill the room. Um, you'll start to hear because they'll want to talk about, yeah, well, I'm going to do this. I got this. I got this. And mm-hmm. it, it all starts to seem so logical that you would follow through on it. It's like, shit, they thought yeah. they've actually thought this out and it's a right. realistic plan. Like yeah. my, my main concern with Arlo was, do you have a job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She had one waiting for her. Like, all right. Then, you know, what it starts to seem you 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 can tell they're more realistic about it you know yeah you know they're yeah. not gonna i want to move to new york and become a photographer in new york city well it was nice knowing you you know <laughs> i'm gonna get off the bus like a st- star is born <laughs> and just like twirl around and be with your suitcase and be like and, i can if i can make it here i can make it anywhere and, and not have, like, have a like, place to stay well no yeah and not have a hundred predators waiting for you when you get off yeah, the bus. Some guy with a funny hat and a trench coat walks up and says, "Hey, I can help you out." Got a zoot suit and he's leaning up against the pole. You know, it's like it's he's, some reason he's swinging a watch chain. <laughs> hey, kid. Yeah. Your Suddenly parents you're like did, Oliver. You're Oliver your parent, Twist. You're like your parents didn't field. let you do anything. You're your own person now. Forget about That's your right. parents. I Come mean, on, I'll help you. <laughs> I mean, as sad as that is, Zutsu's notwithstanding, that does happen. Sure. So that's why you have to ask these questions to make sure they they have a realistic, you know, they have a realistic plan. And if it and if it sounds if it sounds realistic to you, it's realistic because with your you know fifty years odd years of life on this planet, you know you understand fantasy from reality. And keep those lines of communication open. Oh, God, yes. Because if they're about to do something, that they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily agree with them doing it. Mm-hmm. If you take the tack of pretending you have the, enough power to keep them from doing it, mm-hmm. they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And now you've lost all influence. You have yep. no communication. You have no ability to... Help them, advise them, guide mm-hmm. them. It's mm-hmm. like whatever he decides to do, it's going to be his decision ultimately. Yeah. Once he's decided, I'm all in. And I'm yeah. committed to him succeeding at whatever success means to him, even yeah. if it's just surviving, right? I'm committed yep. at that point. And when so. your kid begin a communication, when you're when you're when you're when you're uh, adult, you know, offspring mm-hmm. uh will tell will will come to you for advice and you know, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Because, like, again, I mean, Arlo and I, we communicate almost daily. And she'll tell me, she'll ask me, you know, advice on certain things. And then what she'll do is, like, she knows the answer. Mm-hmm. Because I've I've taught her the answer, you know. Mm-hmm. But she wants to make sure that the answer that's in her head is probably the right one. So, she'll, you know, a, a lot of a lot of the times when they ask for advice, they already know the answer and they just want that confirmation. Cause it's kind of like, uh, they want to be an adult, but they also don't. I I've said this before when the kids are younger, even, uh, 
my therapist had recommended a uh, a book on child raising called something like uh, "Get Out of My Life," but can you drop me off at the mall first? You know, so they want to be an adult, and th this then project this into as an adulthood. Now they want to be an adult, but they when they're smart enough to realize they don't know all the answers, they'll come to you for advice. Not knowing they really know the answer because if you've taught them well enough, I say all this like like you know I'm an expert, but well, you're the you're the most expert of anybody we've got on this podcast currently. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody wants to show twice, me up there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so big announcements coming for the future mm -hmm. of the of the show. We believe we have something here. We haven't really promoted it much, um, so we're at our we're at our baseline, like six or seven listeners. We're gonna. We believe we have a message, and we have a we have a thing that can resonate. So we're gonna try to do some things to make that work. So big announcements are coming. Watch this space, <laughs> including <laughs> including guests. So think yes. about you know if you want to be a guest, uh, we'll be reaching out to some of you, and uh, we'll be reaching out to people who probably aren't even listening yet. So <laughs> surprise. So more of this, uh, we don't, you know, it's not like we are parenting experts. Like I said, we're, we're doing it. We're, we're getting through it. We're having some success. Uh, mm -hmm. We're learning from our mistakes. We're well, learning from our big, own parents' mistakes. That's <laughs> the big lie. The big, the big lie of parenthood is if your kids found out that you didn't know what the hell you were doing, chaos would ensue. <laughs> so. One thing's for sure, though. Out of all the stuff we don't know, one thing we do know is that we're better off dad with Paul and Steve, and we're trying to do the right thing when things are hard, and it shouldn't be this hard.